This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Kathy alone again still this is my last podcast alone though I have a couple different people who have said yes to being my co-host from so starting next week I'll have a co-host again um so I'm not even gonna do an intro because I suck at them you know where to find me on Twitter and all that shit uh I'm just gonna tell you who's on the call on the call today is John John talking about his wife Stephanie uh, they've had a couple episodes. I think she screwed a couple and there was a woman involved and she wasn't interested, um, as well as a couple other older white guys. Um, but she's getting a little bored and she needs something else, something, you know, new and different. And John has come up with a couple. Uh, well, no, he's come up actually with one really good scenario that he's setting up and he's posting ads on Craigslist and he's calling in to explain that whole scene. So uh, I'll be right back with John and he'll give us the details. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Podcast. Hi, John. You're on with um, just me alone. I think last time we did the call alone, too, right? Just me and you because Tommy... That's right. To... I guess Tommy doesn't like me anymore. I don't know what's no, last time there was a problem with his baby. This time, Tommy uh, is no longer with us. I fired him because he was just... There was always issues. He was never available. So I'm going to have multi- oh. I'm going to have random people doing co-hosting with me because you okay. sort of emailed me so quickly and we're like oh I could do it in like 20 minutes I'm doing it alone which was I think good for me to be able to do it this way okay cool you know so yeah cool. it has it's nothing personal but Tommy loves you so oh, I, was, I was kidding I wasn't <laughs> I know it no, total of course um no Tommy not only does Tommy like your stories our listeners like your stories I mean whenever I go into my analytics and sit and check out like the stats Yours is always, all of your episodes are always the most listened to. People just want to watch their wife fuck other guys, I guess. <laughs> Something about it. I know it's pretty, it's different, but um, if it works, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Everyone wants to be you, John. That's what I get emails about. Like, I just live vicariously through John. I guess maybe after you've been with a woman for a long enough time, you're like, oh, the only way to spice it up is to watch her fuck other guys. I'm not really sure. <laughs> But anyway, get us up to speed. Like, I know that you have a couple new scenarios that happened. Uh, it probably was three or four weeks from the last episode. When, you know, and we're kind of like, we went out a few times and, you know, wasn't really feeling it. Didn't really see anything that was going to work out. And then um, I think we had one of the situations where we were in a grocery store. So this we had a similar thing. We were in a, a, a farm market. And, um, Wait, hold on one second. Around. The grocery store, just in case people haven't, didn't listen to the last podcast. That's when you and Stephanie bumped into two construction workers, right? And she yeah. screwed them in their car or something, right? That's what happened in the, the, in the back of the truck. In the yeah, back of the truck, in right? the, 
in the daylight in a, in a secluded spot. But yeah, it was um, two big guys like checking her out big time. So we just kind of seized that opportunity. And you know, she saw them, so they were studs, right? So, right. So now then, you're in the farmers market. Yeah, and there's this um, Latin guy. Uh, they're they're married, so it was a Latin, it was a Latin guy and a, a, a you know just a Caucasian woman. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of these situations where and Stephanie looked great. She you know, her hair was down and she had her tight pants on and whatever. And this guy was just, I mean, with his wife was just not subtle. I mean, he was just like walking around staring at her, you know, following her. I mean, just really staring at her big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, um, you know, Stephanie and I had talked about sort of let's, you know, figure out when there's an opportunity. So, um, you know, I'm like, I'm noticing this. So I kind of grab her, hey, this guy's checking you out. And, uh, her initial reaction was kind of was was um you know more like yeah I know he's checking me out it's kind of creepy right it wasn't like you she know a construction hot. guy making a comment it was just like this guy who just kept, kept looking at her mm-hmm. you know but um you know I kind of did the yeah but he you know he's obviously enthralled so you know we should we should figure this out you know it's a waste there I mean it can't be too creepy right so she kind of reluctantly agreed. To say, well, you know, go ahead and go talk to him. So I went over and, um, you know, I said, hey, you know, I see you checking out my wife. And it was, um, if you remember, like most of the time when I've gone up and said that to people, they go, oh, like, sorry, man, whatever, right? And it's been kind of like, oh, you caught me. Mm-hmm. Well, this is like the guy standing there, the woman's right there, and they literally were just like immediately into, hey, we're swingers, and, you know, what do you, what do you guys want to do? It wasn't like, sorry, it was like, oh, yeah, and she's hot, and, you know, what are you guys doing now, right? Right. So, you know, I did the whole, like, you know, well, we tried a little bit of swinging, but I, you know, this is this is more, I, you know, Stephanie, this stuff, and I watch her, you know, I, and I, I'm really not into it. So they're like, well, come on, we should do this, da da da, da. I go, no, no. I said, we tried it, I have an agreement, you know. And they go, okay, well, what do you want to do? And so I went over and talked to Stephanie, and she was like, yeah, we're, we're open to it. So they invited us over to their place that night. And... You know, we got there, and, you know, they had, like, uh, they, you know, we're, like, beer and wine drinkers, and they were, like, pulling out the scotch and whatever. So we're like, oh, you got any beer? Right. Um, and I got to tell you, it was, it was, you know, it was fine, but it, 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 I can see what Stephanie meant. Well, this this guy was just, like, as soon as she walked in, was like, I just can't wait to be all over you. You know what I mean? Right. And it was different when it was, like, with these big, you know, black uh um, uh, sports people because it was like set up that way. It was like a role play almost. So right, this just felt different. This felt kind of you know, this just felt kind of weird. But um, um, you know, talking for a while, whatever, and then uh, uh, basically they're like, hey, let's 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 kind of get at it, whatever, and um, and they're you know, trying to talk me into it a little bit more. I'm like, no, and they go, well, um, in the like of you, my wife just really likes to. Like, likes to be there when I'm with another woman. Um, and if she's not involved and she wants to, you know, be in the room, and I'm not really that comfortable with you in the room. He didn't want you in the room. Yeah. He's right. too much cheese You know, those Latins, that's the way that they are. Yeah, they're trying to do the you two go there and we'll go here. And then it's like, no, okay, well, my wife wants to be in the room, but yeah, I really don't want you in the room kind of thing. So it's getting a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And what they said was, okay, you know, we'll, we'll you know, we'll go in this room and we'll shut the door, but you can just hang out by the door, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, you know, Stephanie, I'll tell you all that later. And I'm like, okay. Um, 
but uh, and so anyway, they that's what what happened. The three of them went into the room, mm-hmm. and and um, it lasted for quite a while, and it was very demonstrative. There was a lot of noise, a lot of you know slapping and and a lot of loud grunting and groaning by all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so the woman joined in too. That's what's the new and different thing, right? And um, you know, Stephanie's never been with a woman; doesn't want to be with a woman. Um, so it was kind of um, it's another one of those situations where it was kind of like she was trying to get them to stop, and they weren't complying. And I was outside the door, not knowing what's going on, and the door was locked. Right? So, mm-hmm. so evidently, you know, they kind of, you know, the guy. Well, she, I'll, I'll jump ahead because she, she told me about it later. The guy was just like, as soon as they went in there, it was just like, again, not in one of those real exciting ways. It was kind of all over, just touching her everywhere, you know, licking her, biting her, just like, you know, clothes were coming off real fast. And he's just like, you know the type. It was just right. like, oh, my, you know, it was just like all over. And so she's kind of trying to get into it and sort of like, you know, they're getting ready and she's naked and then getting on her back. And, and evidently what happened, you know, what happened was, you know, he's, you know, he starts going, he you know, enters her and he's kind of going at it. Mm-hmm. And as he's going at it, the, um, the, uh, the wife strips and basically sits on her face, you know? Oh. You know, and, and, um, I mean, not, not viciously or right. but just mm-hmm. like, uh, there she is. She's naked and she's right there. And she you know, probably trying... thought she would be into it. Right. I mean, she didn't know that she wasn't into that. Well, we had said that, you know, Stephanie hasn't been, we told them that oh. she didn't want to be with a woman and stuff like that. I mean, she wasn't aggressive, but it was, you know, she's right there. And right. She described it as she was just like, at that point, she was like, her eyes were closed, her mouth was closed, and she was trying to not think about it while he's banging away and she's kind of rubbing, her, rubbing herself against her face, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that goes on for a while, and then I guess, you know, he, he um, you know, he, he, he comes and you know, pulls out and comes on her kind of thing, and then he, you know, he then they kind of switch positions, right? He kind of went up and had her, had Stephanie suck him while the, the lady went down and started doing oral sex on Stephanie. Did she mind that, or that's? I mean, maybe that was a little bit okay because she wasn't. Because some women, I think, are I don't know, they're like they don't mind to receive, but maybe giving is different. Is that true? She, she said that, um, and she's heard this a lot from a bunch of her girlfriends, especially ones who have tried um, being with another done, woman, been right. bisexual kind of thing, is that women tend to be really good at it. Mm-hmm. And, right. And she said that. She said she was really, she said she didn't really get into it because she's just not into women. Right. But she said that this woman was really into it and, you know, because her husband had just kind of been there and there was coming all, all over the place. I mean, she it was... The, the the woman was into that, so right, you know, and then um, that's basically what the that went on for a while, and you know the guy came the, the guy came in her mouth the second time, you know it was like for a while they were just kind of rubbing her all over and flipping her over and all that kind of stuff, and and then I guess he did he took one more turn from behind um, with Stephanie and, with Stephanie yeah with the with the um, you know, the wife kind of st- suddenly she said, you're standing there kind of like, you know, touching her, rubbing her back, you know, rubbing her husband's chest, whatever, as he kind of, you know, kind of did, did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, 
I said that's it, like it's nothing. That was that was then it, it lasted. I, I wasn't timing it, but that was it was a it was a long time. You know, I, again, I heard a lot of noise out there, and she told me a lot about it later. It, you know, there, um, I could tell when it was done that this was not like she was like that was the hottest thing in the world. Um, yeah, I think know, hey. she likes to be like number one. I think that's what she gets off on when she's doing all these guys and everything. Like, I don't think she would. I would never think that she'd want another woman there. Just like she wouldn't yeah, want yeah, you with another woman. Yeah, exactly. And I also think um, if something, I just like even like even again even with these guys who were just role play like raping the hell out of her, it was like they were. They were they were into it and they were into her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where she de- when she really doesn't like it is a guy like this, where it's like it doesn't really matter who it is. Right. You know? He just says, "Oh, you're hot and banging away," and you know, it does, he's not even that conscious. You know, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, here's a, here's a tit. Let me bite it. Not, you know, let me let me revel in the in the, in the person that's actually here." Right. That's the way mm-hmm. she described it. And then, yeah, I think having the other woman there was just, she said it was very uncomfortable, so she found herself, you know, tuning out. She'd rather be tuned into the event, not like, okay, you know, let me, like, not think about it for a while while they're doing whatever they're doing, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's the point, to be there, you know, to be present. I mean, she that's what she likes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway, so I thought, you know, that, that was it. And, you know, as we left, you know, in the car, I got the story and the next morning I got more of the story kind of thing you know so and I think that's probably the you know the gist of it um, mm-hmm. she um you know she when you look at her preference for men it's kind of like uh, black men are like on the top of the list Latin men are on the bottom of the list so it's it's kind of that too it wasn't really the type of guy she's normally into Right, and she would, and where do rich old white guys fall in that in that totem pole? Because she's also fuck that too. Like she's had her share of those guys as well. What? Where do yeah, they well, she kind of looks at. Um, there are you know white guys like she's like like me. Mm-hmm. She said are very into their bodies and are very good, but she tends to think that white guys are are more awkward and don't really know their bodies as well. And they're kind of a little bit what I just said. They're kind of doing it. They're not really feeling it right mm-hmm. and um but that kind of relates to the next story because then we were like you know what, what are we gonna do next we're like well what, what in, the, in, the, in the interim what do we do well well let's make a little money again or whatever so i ran a back page ad mm-hmm. saying you know very special you know whatever if you're gonna pay a lot of money you can have a special event with my wife kind of thing right and of course we got like nine million responses because um, I put her bikini body on the ad, no had no face or anything. Right. You know, careful about that kind of stuff. But got a bazillion ads, so you know, sort of went back and forth with a few of them, and and um, basically set the price at two grand for a night or five grand for a weekend in the last several weeks. Did that with two different guys. Right. Um, and how much? Two two k or who did one book her for the whole weekend? No one did the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Ended up doing actually twenty five hundred and three k because we had a bunch of people. So was, and I wasn't I wasn't trying to negotiate, mm-hmm. right? But I was like, well, we got a bunch of people and da da da. You know, we'll see a picture she got picked, and it's like, well, you know, one guy was like, let me give you three grand. One guy wanted to give a lot more, but he was 
72 or something. Right. Oh, God. And she was just like, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. um, um, do you ask for pictures? Huh? Do you get, like, I mean, were you the one, I get, I'm assuming both of you guys would be looking at the ads that come in. When guys solicit women for things like this, because I've never done anything like that before, do they send a picture of themselves? I'm assuming no. You have to ask for one, or do oh, they, they even ask right for away. one? No, oh, they, they send do? pictures, they send faces, they send their hard they dick. They, send, they send a face shot before they know that you're not a cop. Yeah. I would be so, that's so fucked up. How do they know you're not a cop? Like, you're going to, you know, bait and switch them. They send a face picture in their initial email to you? Oh, yeah, immediately. And by the way, listen, I'm, I'm obviously, when you start talking about money, it is not really legal, but we're very careful to do the whole transcendent experience tying together and whatever you do between consenting adults. Which I, the way right, you I talk about the money the later. You don't really Yeah, or the, the money, money is late. just for time and companionship and if you want if the two of you decide to do sex together that's up to you, you yeah so it's a good. gift john there's nothing illegal going on here it's just a gift for her companionship yeah so in the exchange in the emails especially you're not saying hey two grand have sex with my wife right right, right. Like, but you eventually yeah. have these conversations later but so when they send that so they you get face shots of these guys yeah. and dick pics too Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Oh, dick pics all the time. I mean, they're... I know, get dick like, pics. Let me tell you. I get dick pics just, just for the, my they don't even like. It's not even like the interchange. Just like, you know, I want to be with your wife. Here's my dick. Oh, yeah. No, I get them for my ads. <laughs> you know, and I'm not even looking for that. And I get to, I get more dick pics than I get people that want to call in. And I get people that want to call in. So so you get some dick pics and then you guys sort of weed out. I mean, you get a lot of, you get a lot of people, you know, you got a lot of people, right, responding to the ad? Oh, yeah, Brazilian people. Um, the, um, uh, what, what happened with this round is, you know, the three grand and the 2,500 were both, you know, kind of older white guys mm -hmm. back to your other point. Right. And I think the, the, the kind of hot thing about the older white guy is, I mean, they just, I mean, they've died and got to heaven by being able to have sex with her. I mean, they just look at her and just, oh my God, you know, like, right. you know, how could I be this lucky? And um, and that that's kind of um, it's a turn it's a turn on for for us. I mean, it's more for me. Like when I, I I something about when some guys just like, oh my god, I'm so excited, I gotta fuck your wife. Mm -hmm. It just it's it's one of those. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> you know? And uh, um, you know, and it, it, it's a turn on for her. But again, it, you know, her type, she'd rather do the 25 year old uh, black guy. You know, with a with that's her favorite for some reason. Yeah. What do you mean for some reason? Maybe she's just a no, size no, queen, no, John. No. Yeah, I mean for some reason. I, yeah, I mean for obvious reasons. Yeah. 
Yeah, obviously she likes them very big. And I'm sure you don't come across a lot of white guys with that big of a dick. You just don't. No, we've um, it's been a couple. There's a, you know, one of uh, Rodney's friends is white, and he's huge. Um, As a white girl, okay, I'm just telling you, they come in all different shapes and sizes, but yep. they're, you, you don't see that, you know, every now and then you get a good size one, but not a lot. It's not the majority. Uh-uh. It's just not. Yep. You might, you know, guys are, white guys are not hung like black guys. It's just a fact. Well, since we started this, I've seen more dicks than I've ever thought I would see. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would tend to agree with you. I mean, as a rule, you know, and maybe it's because we're with these athletic, you know, huge black guys, but they're just, you know, it's like, uh, you know, they just look at it and you go, you know, wow. And what I've said to you before, Kathy, which is, you know, kind of still perplexes me is I just don't know where it goes I mean, oh, right the, the length because the length on some of them you sent the me pictures and the, and the width i can kind of understand the width and sometimes it takes a while for them to penetrate her right she's got well, to relax work into it, it. whatever mm-hmm. and i can see the body kind of adjusting so it's like okay right but then i'm like where the hell is it where's it going you know it's like where's it going i mean it's just yeah i don't get it because you know i know the anatomy and you have like a cervix that you eventually hit and there's not much room before you get there so like I don't know how the hell she takes it. Like, I don't, I don't like them really long. Like, I, you know, I actually, my worst hated dick is a long, skinny one. Oh, it's like a pokey pencil or something. Like, I think it's disgusting. Like, I'd rather short and fat than long and thin. It's so gross to feel that, you know, especially if it's not filling you up in any way around the girt, you know, if it's not wine. Yeah, like being poked with a pencil. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't like, I, I don't like it at all. But, yeah, it's very rare that you find them really long, really huge. I mean, that's like the black cock. Like, it's so crazy how it's like a genetic thing, I guess. I don't know. I got to Google yeah. that. Like, why black people have are more well hung than white people? I don't know. I uh, don't know. But um, that's what Stephanie likes. Yeah, she, she um, you know, like I said, she likes to, she's a, she likes being controlled. She's kind of a power-oriented woman and. It's no, but she like, also likes to be raped, and so that's, like, kind of losing control. In a weird way, she's probably very in control about a lot of things, but I think maybe she likes those rape scenarios in a way by those huge black guys because that's how she's not in control. She's got yeah, that, it's too. A, it's, a, it's, a we, it's a weird kind of um, line that she crosses. Like what I see her at times, it's like there's that big, huge black dick Mm-hmm. that a lot of women probably can't take. Right. I'm going to take it. It's like she's like I'm you know that's not going to beat me. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to handle it. I'm going to show that guy. She's competitive. Yeah, she's extremely competitive. So she like she's showing the guy that you know I I can you know, I'm the best you've ever had. I I can handle it. You know? Right. That's why sometimes she's been in those marathons and even though she's dying, she she won't stop. She's not a quitter. Exactly. And then the rape thing is just cuz she's so um She's she's aggressive and passionate, all that kind of stuff, and she, you know, you, you cross that board. She likes the guy who's just going to like, regardless of how much in control she wants to be, t- is just going to take control, take right. over. 
But when she's with these older wealthy guys, the white guys, the older guys, does she like sort of like very much being in control with them and being like the hot younger catch for them, you know, or being with like the older guys? Is that a turn on for her too as well? It, it is. Um, what what happens with her too is like these older white guys, especially when they're really successful and stuff, they kind of intimidate her. Right. You know? They're like the, the corporate exec that, you know, walks into a room and, like, tells everybody what to do and everybody jumps. And so that, that kind of intimidates her. And then she, but it flips. Like, then they look at her and, like, oh, my God, I'll do anything just to have sex with you. And then she's got the control. So it feels, you know. Well, no, of like, course that's going to be hot because in one sense she's intimidated. But then when she could flip it and she's in control and turning this person on who intimidates her and she feels sexy with that person... That's, of course, a turn-on. Yeah. And then the um, the disappointment in that is ultimately the sex is better for him than it is for her. She doesn't find any of these older, wealthy dudes to be good and bad? Well, no. I mean, you, you, know, you had the prior stories and stuff like that. And like this one, the first guy, and he was a... Yeah, he was a successful guy, and, and and he wasn't. He was probably kind of mid fifties. Mm-hmm. Had money, wasn't unattractive, but um, and again, and, and when, when they're paying and they're taking her for the night, and I'm not watching or anything. Right. So all I get is the story, and she told me that it was just very, um, just very rote, you know. Right. Come in there, like you know, take off her clothes. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll tug on you for a while. I'll suck on you for a while. Okay, let's have sex. You can suck on me for you can oral sex me for a while, and get on me, and then boom, 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 and then you know, can you know, can you come again? And she just said that the guy was very, you know, he said he didn't have a very big dick, and he um, was really excited when she was naked, so he was very awkward, and um, she had to even kind of help him, like not feel almost intimidated by her, you know, like come on, relax, let loose, kind of thing, and um. You know, and, and it, you know, he took him forever to come once, and then and then he stayed hard, but like couldn't come again. So just, where are you very... guys? Where are you guys? Look, where are these guys? These wealthy guys from? Are you? Do we know where you live? Do you want to say where you live? What city are these guys from? Or what's the closest city to where these guys are from? The closest big city is Atlanta. Because I feel like a guy that could afford two grand a night for a woman, unless it's their first time. Even though these guys are old men, when they have that kind of cash, they're fucking a lot of hookers or a lot of girls because, you know, women like that and they're attracted to that. So even when they're old, they could get a lot of girls a lot of times, just the way that it goes. So a lot of times I find that those guys are actually very experienced, Um, you know, and the the second one was the second guy was right. Okay. So then we did the twenty five hundred dollar one. This guy was actually a little older. He was like sixty one. Mm hmm. So she said that, you know, he was, and it was kind of a, you know, turn off the light. I really don't want to see his flabby <laughs> ass kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but wait, when does it ask? Because I remember once I was going away on vacation with this guy. I was having a long distance relationship. I had never seen him naked. And I really liked him. And all my friends were like, oh, Kathy's going to have like an old man's ass. And I was so scared, like, you know, because I think he was like 50 and he had the greatest ass. His ass looked like t- totally young. Like, when does the guy's, <laughs> no, but I, this is what, I, when does a guy's ass 
start to look like that old ass? Like, what is the age? 60? Because I've, I've seen 50 and 52-year-old ass, and it's fine. Like, what age do guys oh, ass? I think, I think it's, just, it's, it's just how, if you stay in shape or not. Oh, really? I, mean, I think I think guys' asses, or even women's asses, can start looking bad in their 30s, and some guys in their 60s, no, but their asses when, are fine. You know? Right, no, 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 but when we say old man asses, women, we mean that, like, wrinkly hanging thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That yeah, doesn't even look like it. Yeah. yeah, there's some ugly fat asses out there, and just ugly asses no matter what age, but I'm talking about old man ass. Like, when does old man ass occur? How old are you? I'm 48. So your ass is fine still, right? Yeah, I work out a lot because, you know, she's a lot younger than me. But I think when up. you're 60, you might have, like, even if you work out, you might have wrinkly old man ass. I think maybe it's 60. I'm going to Google it for the podcast. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I'm, like, talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the 61-year-old guy that she was kind of worried about that it was more, you know, first of all, she was just more confident in general. And, you know, he was just like, you know, when we met and whatever, he's just like, you know, Looking at her like a doll, like like a toy, but mm-hmm. uh, but a, a, a toy that he respected. Totally. And and again, so she said that the sex with him, he definitely was. Um, you know, he was he was he was into it. He was uh, you know he was, he was very into it. She said he was on and off for all night. I mean, just he probably was on know. Viagra. Yeah, yeah I'm Did sure. She, yeah, she, she right. said that she, she said that she goes he goes. You know, like he goes and uh, you know he takes off his clothes and he's he's like rock hard and she's like going. I, I realize that I'm probably exciting the hell out of him, but you know she's like he must have popped something. And um, you know, and, they, and did it for a long time, and then like he got up and went to the bathroom, or whatever, came back, and she thought that they were gonna like maybe sleep for a while, but he just like he did it again, and it was one of those nights she said where it's just like you know doze off for a little while but then he's like you know come on let's go again so he you know he got his money's worth Um, right and he was like an older guy but he was like more experienced that's what i find most of those very wealthy men i mean at least in new york the guys that i know that are like that like i don't care how old they are if they have that much cash they're fucking a lot of girls still it's not like oh you know you wish as a woman, as a woman that like, cause ageism is so bad for women. Like you wish as a woman that when a man's like 62, like everyone thinks he's useless sexually, like they feel women are, but <laughs> it's not the case. Like if you have a lot of cash and power as a man, a 30 year old girl, fuck you. I mean, it's just the way that it goes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very true. Yeah. It's just what, you know, men or women are, you know, into different things. Um, but go on. So that guy was hot. Was she? Is she? So she gets into those scenarios too. Does she get off she, on like the fact that she's being paid and she? It's like you know that kind of scenario. Really gets off on, you know, the the, the fact that they will pay that kind of money. And remember, this is even a little less than the other guys paid her. You know, we were sitting in a lobby and someone looked at her, going, "God damn it, I just need her, not some sort of ad." Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the price tend to go up faster. Right. Um, but, um, you know, she gets off on that and then, uh, you know, then, then you know, goes back to their hotel room and, you know, they're like, um, you know, they're just, they're just, they're so excited by her. And she, listen, she works it, you know, she'll, she's very sensual and she'll, you know, she'll uh, take her clothes off, you know, very slowly. Sometimes she'll do a little dance with them and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, she... She's not like, ah, oh, two grand, okay, you can screw me. It's, well, I mean, she's like, you know, you're, you're a client. You know, you, you paid money for this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it worth your while. You know, I'm going to make you, make you say, wow, I, you know, I, I got my money's worth. 
Right, and she's really looking to enjoy herself. I mean, she really likes sex. Stephanie's going into these situations really not doing it because she needs the money. Oh, no, they need the money at all. It's, it's, it's because it's, it's, it's the exchange of value. You want me, you give me money, I give you great sex. It's not like I and need then, the money, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. Right, and the hot thing, and the reason why she does it is because she brings that back to your guy's relationship, and then those stories turn you on. Yeah, exactly. So it's right? a nice little circular agreement here. You know? Right. And that's what is keeping your guy's relationship going. Your sex exactly. life. I mean, your sex life is still good? Sex life is good. It's been a little challenged lately. Um, How come? Well, it, it's actually because of these, these scenarios. They're not, as, they're not as exciting. Yeah, well, um, you know, we had a sex out. You should listen to the sex out of call we had the other day. Um, you know... <laughs> Because with his sex addiction, like he said, like, you know, he start, he got so much pussy that eventually he started, like, screwing trannies and getting blown by guys with glory holes because he just needed more different things to get off. And sometimes, like, when you do something over and over again, you kind of get, like, immune to it, you know, so you need something a little bit more dirty or, you know, to get the same kind of rush. So what have you guys been thinking you're going to do? to take it like to the next level so that you could keep it interesting. Yeah, that's it's uh, that's what we're talking about. Um but a couple of things it's kind of like the guy the Latin guy and it was with his wife. Mhm. She didn't really like it. And she was kind of like and since I kind of talked her into it. It was kind of like you know, I told you I really really didn't want to do that, so listen to me next time. Right. right? So that She that rules the a, ship. Like no more you never you don't ever get to decide anymore. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, you know? Right. And in the moment, I wasn't really doing that. I was just like, well, look at the guy. The guy wants you. And it's like, I can look at this, you know, that's what ex- what's, that is what excites her when these guys are like, oh, my God, i got to have you. Right? right. But, I mean, it was not a good experience. And then it's like, oh, well, let's, let's do the money thing again. And then she's like, oh, no, I, you know, I fucked a couple old guys. You know, it's like, you know, what happened to, you know, the big black rapist, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and so... You know, we're kind of thinking about that again, but we don't want to like go, oh, call Rodney up again and do another thing because that's you know, Rodney's been in there a couple times. That's like that's there's nothing new there. You know, right. call the. Uh, you could call Rodney whenever you want. You could call Rodney exactly. So that's there's nothing. There's no there's no anticipation, excitement about that, and and even the. Um, Stephanie's like uh, a guy. She needs variety. <laughs> yeah. She wants even something like the new. agent guy. I'm like and seeing if the agent's got anybody else. That's an the same. Asian like, guy? Did you say? Up. Oh, an agent. The agent guy. Right. Uh huh. Right, so that it's kind of like you know, you know, like what do we do next, you know? And and I think you hit the nail on the head too. It's like it's almost like, and she needs something a little more dangerous. You know, she doesn't obviously doesn't want to cross the line into a very dangerous situation, but it's almost like if it doesn't border on that, it's not that exciting. Well, that's what turns her on. I mean, everyone has different fantasies that do it for them. That's her thing. Maybe right, you just so, need some more rape, rape scenarios. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm doing is some ads that say, hey, my wife is really into rape fantasy, and I'd like to try to see if I can work with somebody to set something up, which is going to be you know, controlled, because I'm controlling it, but right. maybe even surprise her or something. Oh, and, so that is she really, that's very good. So you're yeah. going to post an ad and set it up without her knowing, so she really thinks it's a rape. <laughs> is that uh, what you're saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, something like yeah, like that. And so, as you can expect, you know, I said that she likes black guys and well-endowed black guys, and so, you know, I'm seeing some of these black dicks going. Wow, there are a lot of them out there. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do it at your house? What about why don't no, you set I up a gangbang? I think bang? I want to do like. Why don't you set up a gangbang with her? I mean, she likes to be with multiple people, right? Oh yeah, she loves the gangbang. It's and she she explains it as, you know, when one guy's holding me down cheering his buddy on and then they switch and I, I can and they're they're all excited and hard I can feel like different dicks in me it just it's like it's the ultimate I'm the center of attention and you know these guys are all hard and excited and they're powerful control taking guys you know and, and even if I you know you know if I wanted to stop it I can't I just got to take them because they're men yeah, I think though that the this the rape scenario that you're doing is really hot. as long as she knows. Like, I mean, because she likes to get afraid, but like, I feel like she would have to know at some point right before it starts that it really isn't really real because you don't want her to be actually really afraid. Like, you want her to really enjoy it, right? Like, you yeah, have to exactly. Be there. I think well, what I, what, I, what I told her is I'll figure it out. So when I have it set up, I'm just gonna go. You're not gonna know when, but it's gonna happen. Oh, that's good. And that way she knows when something starts. And the anticipation for her yeah, might and, be hard. And then, right, she'll be wondering when it's going to happen. So, um, Right. You know, I've got to believe it's going to happen in the next, probably this weekend. I mean, I don't, I don't want to let a lot of time go here. I'm just going to, you know, figure it out, get some get some guys and and uh, set it up and do it before, uh, you know, too much time goes by. Right. Is it but, is there pleasure in like the like just the setting it all up and getting these emails from these guys is like is that a turn on for you like the whole process of it? Yeah. And it it gets back to what you know we said before and Tommy kind of picked up originally was it's like I've got this I've got the golden ticket. You know, and it's like I'm sitting there with this prize and I got you know, especially the guys that figure out it's real and whatever. They're just like, I mean, I got I got a mile long of guys going, well, please pick me. Right. You know, and, and, you know, I'm thinking that's what I'm in control of. And it's like, I, you know, I, 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 it's, so there's a lot of, a lot of excitement there. And Right. That's a turn on for you. So even when she's not screwing other guys, when you're on Craigslist and you're posting those ads, you go back and you're having sex with her. Like the, all that is in your head. So it's like sort oh, yeah. of foreplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's like, yeah, I'm excited just because of the anticipation of what I'm putting together and then I go in the other room and I have sex with her. It's like... Right, knowing what she does and what she's into and the shit that you guys are going to be doing. Yeah. Now, we did it after, you know, these events. You know, I... I um, Actually, I should have thought, I brought this up before, but I was really... Yeah, I did. We did. We talk more like you know. So you know, help me with what you really like. Uh, the confinement, the being controlled a lot. Um, but then it comes down to her body really gets into it. Like you know, I guess that's how she can take these guys or whatever. But you know, she she, you know, she describes how you know the bigger the better because she can. can I mean, I, I'm not a woman, so I can maybe you can relate to this, but she can feel it. You know, she feels everything when they're big. You know. Right. Uh huh. And it's not just like some guy screwing her. It's like she can feel it all the way inside her and it, she you know. feels filled up it's there's a very big difference when you're with someone bigger than someone smaller i mean listen if you have chemistry with someone smaller it doesn't matter but there is this thing with the size that you, if you like it like you do feel more fulfilled like you feel filled up yeah it's just true now 
do we have a few more minutes? Because sure. what I was going to originally talk about mm-hmm. was some of her past. Because I th- some of her past, I think, is what's created this for her. Um, but there were a couple of situations that when she describes them, I and they really do sound like, like rape. Now, it wasn't, you know, rape doesn't she was walking down some alley or whatever, but um, and even though it was quote-unquote rape, it was a very enjoyable situation for her. Right. right. Um, I think that the classic one was she was probably, I don't know, 22 or 23, and she was doing some modeling and stuff, and um, there was a, a, a photographer who was probably you know, 25 years old, you know, late 40s kind of guy. Had seen her and was doing a bunch of pictures and was doing, you know, kind of, you know, naked pictures. I mean, um, uh, erotic art kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they took, took pictures. Like, there's a photo shoot that lasted for hours. And then when the photo shoot was over, um, you know, he was just kind of like, you know, it, it, touching her and whatever. Okay, let's go have, have sex now. And she's like, well, I'm not having sex with you kind of thing. Um, and he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm not, you know, you're not paying me for this. And, you know, I'm like doing all these free pictures and whatever. It's like, you know, you, you kind of owe me. Mm-hmm. And, and she was like, you know, um, I don't, you know, screw you. I mean, that's, that's not the deal. And I mean, he didn't take no for an answer. He kind of just kind of forced her into his bedroom and, you know, and just, and, and took her. And now she didn't, you know, beat him off, fight, scream, wasn't like, rape but she was just like you know cut it out and then she just lay there and kind of let him let him do his thing but was she into that story like what did she like when she tells that story did she wind up enjoying it or no well uh she, she describes it as she was having you know sex with so many different people that i was like okay whatever right right not but but she did say you know it was exciting that he was like, you know, I don't give a shit. Fuck you, I'm taking you. And the fact that, you know, he started saying they're going to have sex, I mean, you know, he was standing next to her and his you know, his dick was hard, like, immediately. And that, and that all that stuff excites her, right? Right. But she, but you know, she did look at it, and you know, she's 22, and there's this 48-year-old guy kind of banging away at her, and, you know, she didn't perform. She just kind of lay there. And then she was kind of like, you know, when he was done, it was like, you know, She's like getting dressed, going, you know, you're, you're just such a loser. I mean, she like started, you know, like telling him he was a, like a, a major loser and kind of, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Right. Now, this is, it sounds really odd when I tell the story because I how anybody could do this, but so, you know, somehow or another, he, he doesn't really kind of get it. So for the next couple of weeks, he's like, you know, hey, let me take you to dinner. Hey, can you come over? Like, somehow or another, she's going to get together with him, you know? Mm hmm. And she's just like, yeah, right, you know. But then um, she was um, auditioning for um, some dance thing that she was going to do, right? And it came up last minute, and then she needed a portfolio. And she needed it, like, in, like, 24 hours, right? So she's asking all of her friends. She needs, like, photos, whatever, whatever, whatever. And she's like, oh. So she calls the guy up and goes, hey, you know, can you do me a favor? I need need some headshots and some stuff and I need him like right away. So on the phone he goes, you know, sure, you know what the price is, right? Right. And, and so she said, sure. And she went over there and um, she kind of walks in and he just says, yeah, I need payment up front. He um, you know, took her into the bedroom and this is where 
think one of her first experiences, but, you know, he tied her up. According to her, it was just like he tied her to the bed, and he just, you know, she said it was like the longest, you know, session, that, at least at that stage of her life, that she'd ever imagined. The guy just, like, just did her over and over and over again. And, right. Like, and it was kind of like, and he's like, saying things are like, so you think I'm a loser, and then he, you know, screw her harder. So you think I'm old, and he'd bang her harder, you know. And oh he was God. like, he was paying, making her pay for the fact that he, she said all these things about him, and then had, and needed him for pictures, and so was giving her body to him for the pictures, and you know what a slut she was for that, and that kind of stuff. Right. Um. And again, she tells that story as you know, I'm taking like. When I first heard the story, God, it's kind of horrible. And her answer was, well, you know, he knew what he wanted and he took it. You know? So right. I'm like, you know, it's kind of like, okay. Um, and again, it's, 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 um, I won't get all the gory detail, but again, she started having sex late in life and she wasn't going to have sex with anybody. And then she started having sex with everybody. And, and you know, the, the, the more aggressive, the better. And, you know, it's just, kind of how she grew into it and she's at this stage of life it's like it's grown into this just you know, get some big three big black guys to rape me and, and it fucking is the greatest thing in the world God, I'm swearing a lot tonight Kathy sorry no that's okay I curse up a storm you're allowed to oh we could talk about anal and cuckolding and all this kind but no cursing <laughs> that's right uh, uh, it's totally you know, fine you um, so, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, um, yeah. Her, know, she also, that's obviously sorry. what she's always liked. And maybe it's because that was like her first experiences. Like, I feel like maybe like, you know, she put a connection with like, you know, like maybe those scenarios were really a turn on for her. Somehow she connected with that and she still likes it. I mean, you know, it's not an odd thing for a woman to be into sort of being taken by force. I think, most women i know i like it a little i think most women have that i don't know why i'm gonna google that too <laughs> well i think yeah you know, i've talked to her about it and i think there's a, an element of again she was very religious growing up and i think there was a little bit of the old you know you're bad if you have sex right and so if she's if it's taken from her mm -hmm. then she's not it's not her fault right and i think there was a lot of that especially early on for her i mean the you know, she had sex with her first boyfriend, you know, started sophomore year in college, whatever, when they broke up. You know, the first, second guy she had sex with, you know, tied her up and and did a lot of things to her that she wasn't expecting. And, you know, it was, but she, I mean, she, listen, she walked into a situation, you know, she just never met the guy and he met her at his hotel at 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, so it's like, well, what do you, what do you expect? And kind of thing, but, right. you know, she just kind of, you know, created these scenarios that was like, uh, I'd start by having no sex to having a lot of sex. I'm still feeling maybe I shouldn't be, so how do I feel better about it? Well, take me, and it's not my fault. Right, and, that's you know, her way of making enjoying it without guilt, maybe, or yeah, something. Exactly, enjoying it without the guilt, perfect. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe she's just into it that way. You never, You don't know, you know? I mean, she yeah. does. It is like her thing, and she start. She has a lot of stories. I don't know that most w people might have one story of like being forcefully taken like that, but she's got a lot of them, and she's still into it. So, yeah. Yeah. it could just be what she's into, or it definitely could be that she made that connection early on, or because of her religious background, for sure. It's like her way of being a bad Catholic girl. <laughs> yeah, 
it's also again, you know, she's a she is a very beautiful woman, and I think that when she was that age, she just she definitely felt like everybody, all the guys wanted her, you know, and it kind of bugged her. It's like you know, can you just can you talk to me and stop trying to fuck me, kind of thing. Right. And but then it's like, you know, and then she started having sex, and you know, then it was like okay, and she started having sex with lots of guys because. It, it was what they wanted, and then she started taking control of it, and she was going to be the, the aggressor and kind of beat them to the aggression kind of thing. And I don't know, it just morphed into all this stuff, you know? Yeah, and how many years later, and Stephanie's, like, screwing guys in front of her husband, and it's, it was so crazy. It's interesting, I mean, because she was a late bloomer, um, and but once she bloomed, she got crazy, because she was very promiscuous when she was younger, too. Well, she once she, she got never going. had sex until like end of sophomore year in college, which is pretty. And then late. she fucked everybody. Then for two years she was with one guy, and when they broke up, it was like, you know, different guy every night. I mean, right, and that's what really got you guys into screwing other people because that's was I remember our first podcast. You talked about how you know she would tell you all these stories about her with other guys, and that was like a turn on to you. To hear them. Yeah. Yeah. After I got over the what, then I was like, okay, tell me about it. Well, you don't want to tell that to a guy hot, you yeah. first meet. No guy wants to hear those, but maybe 10 years. How long you guys married for? Um, 10 years? I forget. No, but we've like, been married six years. We've known each other now for about 11. Right. But I'm um, so like, maybe after that long, you're like, oh, give me something to, you know, <laughs> get me into a second. I don't know. I've never been with someone that long to, to know yeah. if that's what it takes, but... You know, it added, that added, that's, it really started with the stories with her with all these guys. And then, you know, her, you know, sort of saying she would be into going back to that way of being. And you being yeah, okay with it. it. Yeah, it's like she's going back to the part of her youth that she actually enjoyed. And even, even like paying for sex. I mean, she had a friend of hers that wanted to be, you know, more when she was at a college, like 24, and she really needed money. And so they worked on an arrangement. And he paid her and they had sex. For about six months, they had sex all the time, and he gave her a bunch of money. Right. So Stephanie's been doing this since the dawn of time. She's a professional. Yeah. You, yeah. you, uh, and you didn't know this when you first met her, though. Like, I mean, does she oh, keep not this? At all. Not at all. Right. Because you're pretty straight, Lacey. You don't have a lot of these experiences yourself. No, I've been with maybe six or seven women total. Right. Two of them I was married to. You know. It's like opposites attract. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She, well, she's balancing out that uh, that side of me. But believe me, it's um, I'm I'm not. I don't need to have a bunch of different women, and I have a ton of sex with her. And I'm I'm watching porn in person, so I can't I can't complain. You know? Yeah, you guys are a little bit role reversal of like what people think is sort of the standard or, you know, but nobody lives in a box. You know what I mean? Just because that's what most men are like and most women, you know, it's like you guys are sort of the opposite of what most people would think. But that's what's so interesting because, you know, everything, everything exists out there. You know, not everyone doesn't live inside the box. You guys are very out of the box and you're very different. And um and Stephanie likes variety, and you're more monogamous and, and okay with not. And that's sort of different than most relationships, but it works for you guys. And that's why it's interesting to have you on the call. And I'm glad that 
you know, the issue isn't something that's going to break you guys up because then we're not going to get any more stories. Um, <laughs> the issue is easily resolvable. And what I'll probably do, and I'm going to edit this out, is I'm going to, because I like the stories at the end too, I'll cut out some of the middle stuff, like on this call, to make it only an hour. We're only like five. I'll only cut out like five minutes because we're five minutes over. Um, but, you know, we'll be back to hear, hopefully, your new scenarios that you think up with her to keep it well, going. Well, like I said, we'll probably have a, have one soon. Right. Um, and hopefully it'll be, um, you know, taking it to the next level. And then, uh, believe me, if you or anybody has any kind of suggestions of what else to try, you know, it's, again, we're going to, we're, we're trying well, to. Okay. Let's put that out to the listeners. So anyone listen, send us an email, send me an email. If you have some sort of scenario you think would be hot for Stephanie and John to try. They're really yeah, open. Bingo. If you've listened to most of John's calls, you know what she's kind of into. But maybe you could, somebody will think of something. Listen, I thought of really bad ideas. I want to turn her into a porn star. <laughs> um, <laughs> but maybe somebody has a good idea that she'd be into. So send us some emails and I'll send them on to you, John. And then, you know, we'll have you back on in a couple of weeks when you have some new hot stories. Very good. Okay. Hey, by the way, and yeah. I did, she, um, I mentioned this before. Um, I talked to her again. I mean, she has no desire to be on this call. Right. But she did say that if you or anyone or you want to compile and send questions to her. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I have a cousin that listens to all my podcasts, and she always wants to ask everybody questions. So maybe I'll have her write in the question. I'll have her write in the questions that she has for Stephanie, and then I'll actually, because she's going to be a co-host on the, I'm going to have different co-hosts on. And then what I'll do is I'll, because she'll ask the questions, I'll have her on um, asking you the questions. And by the time, I'll send them to you ahead of time, right? And you'll have the questions on the call. You'll be able to answer them on the call, right? Yeah, or, or um, if it's if it's more direct, because I, yeah, I don't want to be the, well, you can email her. Right, I'll email but, her, and then she, but, she, but she, is she going to write them back, or are you going to answer them? Whatever you think is best. I mean, she can respond. Okay. And we can talk about her responses, or she can give, or, or you can send them to me. I can get her to give me responses, and I can relay them either I, way. I whatever. think it's I think it's best if um, we'll we'll because I don't like to read stuff on air. I, I, it's not that interesting. So I'll send her emails. She'll respond back. You'll get the emails, and then you'll you'll read me her answers, or tell me you'll explain her answers over the call on a call. We'll do a call like that. Yeah, okay. Okay. So if any cool. listeners, too, have questions for Stephanie, um, any kind of questions, send them in. We'll have, like, a call where we just do questions for Stephanie. Okay? Well, maybe we'll do that next time, depending on where you guys are at. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks, John, for calling in. Good luck with your Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.